0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Bo Deedle's True Crime Podcast. We talk about crime. Today, we don't have a criminal here. Well, then again, maybe <laughs> you are a criminal. Didn't you get locked up once, Yeah, John? I
1: might have been locked up.
0: John Tobacco from Staten Island. When you mention Staten Island, if I got to get anything done in Staten Island, he's my go-to guy Whether I got to Uh, support a cannabis new store, or I got to sell some real estate, or I got a problem with somebody in Staten Island, I go to the guy who is Staten Island, John Tobacco. And John, welcome to the show. I'm really happy you're here. And let's go in a little bit about, talk a little bit about yourself and your beginnings and all that stuff, (laughs) kids, family, and what you do business-wise and
1: Oh, you know what, Bo? I'm proud to say I'm a son of a, of a New York City police officer. My father spent 20 years on the job, most of that, in the 6th Precinct. Mm-hmm. And uh, That's a
0: Chinatown.
1: Yeah, well, it used to be kind no. of Little Italy, you know, <laughs> yeah. ish. We got knocked there. out
0: by the—we uh, can't <laughs> say Chinese— uh, Yes, we can. They're Chinese. Asian. But no, they're Chinese. Let's, okay, let's yeah, say, no, there's a lot of- What do you go down to, eat Asian food or eat Chinese food? You
1: go eat Chinese food. Thank for you. So the, that's for the most Chinatown.
0: Why yeah. is it Chinatown? Because <laughs> the Chinese are there.
1: I, but I grew up- uh, I'm not
0: politically correct. No, right. I
1: know that. Neither am I. Okay. Uh, but, you know, um, I grew up in Nicarbaca Village on the Lower East Side. Oh, yeah, I know. And uh, that was a heavily, heavily Italian area, heavily Asian area now. Uh, but it was a unique upbringing there before moving to Staten Island because, you know, uh, much like Staten Island, you got cops, you got firemen, you got civil servants, you got people in the printer's union. My and, grandfather worked for the Post. you
0: had the whole uh, village, oh, Peter Cooper village. Yeah,
1: but at the same time, you had a lot of wise guys. You know, you had- uh, A uh, lot one, of wannabes still, yeah, not the real yeah. guy.
0: The real guys had- you know, I mean, you had, had like, a couple of potatoes there. Uh, they you had
1: living- uh, PD Red's Club on the corner there. He was a he was a captain. Um, you had Lefty Guns Club uh, down the street a little bit on Pearl and Madison over there. Okay. So there was a couple of actual guys well, there. I mean, well, Lefty well, went
0: more well, Mulberry Street had the real ones Yeah, there. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
1: I grew up there. Thankfully, my dad was a cop. My mom was a private investigator, as I told you. And um, we moved to Staten Island and... Uh, you know, my father was the president of a local little league. He was the president of a boys' football league. He was the high school football coach at Monsignor Farrell High School. And we grew up really on the sports fields of Staten Island. My father and mother made sure we got up and worked, worked hard at everything we did, put our heart into it. Um, and you say, you know, I appreciate you humbling when you say I'm like Mr. Staten Island and everything. Um, How old are you, John? I'm 55. shucks.
0: I got ties older than you. I
1: uh, got three uh, beautiful kids. Victoria's 24, Ava's 21, and uh, my son, John, thank God, he's 17. He's going to college. And, uh, you know, Bo, a lot of people are flocking out of here, leaving New York, and they're going to Florida, and they call it the Sixth Borough and everything, but I grew up proud to be a New Yorker. Wherever huh. you go in the world, people are like, oh, damn, you're a New Yorker. And then I got the accent and the pinstripe suit, so... And I got a mafia nickname, as a last name, Tobacco. So, you know, everyone assumes I'm some you kind li- of... And
0: like you like macaroni. Yeah, you <laughs> I, love- it, I hope you call it sauce, <laughs> not gravy, right?
1: You know, it's a big debate. It's, so- it's Sunday sauce.
0: No, but sauce is with tomatoes gravy is with the turkey the brown yeah but you no? know
1: my 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 family there was two brands you know sometimes that that sauce when they start throwing the spare ribs and the brajols and everything else in there and a, they leave I'm a, it on I'm leave a it cook on six hour yeah skim the oil
0: off the top from the pork I know how to make i exactly. know how to
1: make sauce my grandmother would have that thing with Bubbling on the stove see, for like two you days, see, you know? Remember
0: Rayo's sauce, the jar sauce? You know, yeah, I, of course. I've been going, I'm on the original $2.1 billion? Dollars. No, 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 $2.7 billion. <laughs> they sold it the first time for $415 million, and now they resold it for $2.7 billion. And who is the... I've had the original table of Rayo since 77 Frankie gave me. I just... They never gave me an opportunity. I used to be a degenerate gambler at that time. I was betting 20000 <laughs> 25000 on a game. I don't, wow. I, and basically, I was making a lot of money. I was making about $10 million a year, and I couldn't get rid of that money because I'm a kid that grew up with nothing. I carry in my pocket five grand. Yeah, listen, five grand. You want to come and get it? I got a nine millimeter, too. Yeah. But the point is, <laughs> I never had anything. So as soon as I started making money, I was like a guy, on a sailor on leave. I Squander it. Couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> spend it there, I, I so not Now, believe
1: me, I, Worked in the boiler room days, the wolf days. <laughs> worked my whole life. You know, you know? I'm eight years old,
0: delivering newspapers. Seven years old. But the whole idea was our, our upbringing was our respect and uh, that our parents instilled into us. You no respect question. everybody, courteous, and you know what? You never steal. You always are a good person, and that will come back to 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 bless you in the in the long run. But, so let's talk about you now.
1: Yeah, Bo. I just want to say this, and I spoke at the Blue Lives Matter dinner last year, and and I brought this up. There was a time when I was a kid where me and my brother we were rambunctious. I got two brothers, Derek and Todd were pretty close in age. Yeah. Todd's younger. Um, my father would say, "You get in, and he was a cop. he says, "You get in trouble. You say, "Yes, officer, get against the wall, yes, officer, you get against the wall, get down, yes officer, yes, sir, and you r- obey." Because you never know if that guy's having a bad night. And you may be doing a minor thing, but if he thinks you made the wrong move, you're dead. And Daddy can't come get you out of the precinct. So you respect the law, and when you get back to the precinct, they'll call you, and I'll kick your ass.
0: Well, the funny thing you said that. The only in, 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 uh, interaction I had with the police under 12 years of age, we are sitting in the park after dark, doing nothing on the park bench. This big Irish cop came in there, put the car on the sidewalk, and then they'll like, say, what are you doing here? He didn't even say another word. He took that nightstick out. I still have my shins. Yeah. Indentation. <laughs> yeah, I, I wobbled home, and then my father who says to me, what happened to you? I said, nothing, nothing. All I had to do is mention police. He beat me for the next hour right. with his belt buckle. You got a F- worse
1: beating from him. F-
0: FD, his imprint <laughs> of his belt buckle on my ass. And I tried to crawl under the old bathtub with, on the on stilts. And uh, that was the last time I would ever tell him of any interaction with the police. I think this was instilled by our parents. Uh, they always respect the police. Doubt. And right now, it's a, it's a free-for-all doubt. out there, and it's terrible. Let's talk about you. Yeah. So you grow up— Where'd you go to school?
1: I went to uh, public school until eighth grade. Um, I went to uh, probably the, the best thing that ever happened in my life. I went to Monsignor, Senior Farrell High School, Irish Christian Brothers, All mm. Boys High School in Staten Island Academy, you know, prep school. Um, made some of the best friends of my life, went on to St. John's University. Um, Went mornings and nights, worked during there at Shearson Lehman Brothers, uh, uh, starting in Dick, uh, '87. Dick,
0: Dick, Dick Foley was But a way before
1: of mine. that. But, uh, yeah. and, uh, then I got into you know my friends were all in the boiler room craze, so oh, yeah. I was working pump and dump at D H Blair and Sh- mm, and uh, you know Dave, Marty U- Davis and you know they were in the syndicate group for all yeah. of the Wolf deals and the yeah. and the and then that you scumbag know Victor Wang and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah scumbag
0: Jordan Belford who is not the Wolf of Wall Street he's the Rat of Wall Street he wore a that- wire he turned in twelve guys and this guy shouldn't even be walking around someone should have broke his legs a long time ago he's a scumbag he robbed over and I think two hundred twenty million. He paid back about twelve million. And the U.S. attorney that had prosecuted my met him up in Rayos. Two years ago, I said, how come you never went after all this other money? Any of my friends, I, I have dinner with some of the very popular Italian businessmen I who, bet. who just came back <laughs> after 26 years. They took everything from them. The guy, every piece of property, 40 million legit properties, they took it away completely. But this little scumbag, Jordan Belfort, who robbed, he probably killed more Jews than Hitler because he robbed their wow. uh, he, he robbed their life savings. These poor Jewish old people, some of them Holocaust uh, survivors, they had a lot life savings, 20000 25 and this little prick pump and dump them, them and rob them. And you want to know it. something? I will look. I, if I see him, right, I spit in his face. a little punk. Now he's flying around private jets. Yeah. Something's wrong with that whole picture.
1: So I I got out of that. I got into uh, a different line of the uh, Wall Street business called securities lending. All my clients are short sellers. You know about well, short sellers, and I
0: got some clients for you. Yeah, in yeah, in yeah, the yeah midst. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, uh, so I'm that's what that's you.
0: something I want to get at. So like, I have a client that's being. He's got a great technology. They have a revenue of a seven hundred million dollars of revenue every year. Yeah. The stock is just being banged out by the short. It can't go over dollar share because there's a couple of scumbags banging it, banging it. And that's something that we're going to talk off air and I'd love to bring you in and uh, it should be a $10 stock. Yep. Just with the, I, I never see a company with so much revenue so flat.
1: I'll tell you this and I'm, we'll talk about it offline, yeah. but uh, one of the major problems these companies have and they all participate is that when they're growing, they borrow money from these shit ass toxic firms and these firms, they don't really let these companies know that they're not their friend. Mm. And then, and as the stock goes lower, oh, I
0: like the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah.
1: as the stock goes lower, they keep regurgitating these warrants that they got and they create more and more, and more, more selling the, and, the, and the they, sell, they destroy the price. Um, they don't destroy the company fundamentally but if they knock it under a dollar then it gets knocked off the NASDAQ and then a lot of firms don't let their company, their investors buy non-NASDAQ. Now, do you so you have that's a, how they what crush What
0: degrees em. do you have, John?
1: I have a degree in finance from St. John's University but okay. I got a, you know, I got a degree in Wall Street from the School of Hard Knocks. You know, So probably. you have
0: a doctorate of the streets.
1: I got a doctorate of the streets. I, I always that. say, somehow or another, using my skills and talents and whatever charisma, charm I may have, yeah. um, I've got myself into the boardrooms the ballrooms, and the back rooms of New York City. And I feel like I've seen it all are on you, the money are side. Are you a
0: financial advisor right now? No.
1: Then? I don't financial advise anybody. Why? I'm in the business. I'm, I'm in the financial technology business. And the few times in life when I thought I was cool and told people about stocks that I was buying, they always go down. Yeah,
0: but and it's, it's, you not, can, it's not an idea of stocks going down. Like, in the reality is... Uh, You know, I've put my hands on a lot. I have a couple of pretty good things happening. Keystroke encryption, we're really taking off. And you know yourself – Cybersecurity software. I own a company called Advanced Cybersecurity. Uh, I started it with my partner, Danny DelJone. I own 50% of it. Now, a lot of people don't know, cyber is probably the area because you deal with software. You download software. There's no physical being. My other company, I have 600 security guards and right, investigators. Right. You're dealing with people. <laughs> Whenever you deal with people, it destroys you where well, I have a $50,000 deductible on these bullshit uh, right. uh, lawsuits and all that, it can destroy you when you deal. But software, you download it. So if I'm doing 15 or 20 million of revenue, you know yourself. Start at 20 times the multiple is what you can sell that company yeah. on cybersecurity. Yeah. And that's very 15, exciting. 15, 20. You're I'm looking getting, at it. You
1: get Doreo's levels. I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> into that. I'm getting into
0: that area right now. I'm really excited about it. As we're talking now, you know, we just got adapted by service a, a $80 billion company. I know company. Fiservis, They do all the banking security. Yep, I know. And um, is. finally, three years in the making, Bat, like an axe chipping away. Finally, we went through the boom. wall and boom. And I'm gonna tell you something right now. I get that bitch up to fifteen, twenty million dollars of revenue. <laughs> We're gonna get a broker, and then I'm gonna do like I did in Goodfellas, <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>, bye dickhead, <laughs> and that's hey, it.
1: You're gonna come in like Ari at the end. You're gonna come in like Ari at the end of but our I, entourage with the paintball I'm gonna
0: tell you something really honestly. I'm, I'm gonna <clears> keep the. <throat> I'm gonna keep my core company going. I like it. We yeah. might be opening up. Uh, I'm gonna say something out of school. We might be opening up an office in uh, Jeddah. Uh, no Saudi Arabia. Wow, a lot of people don't know what they're building over there. Building wow. a trillion dollar city on the on a the, on the city? sea. Yeah, and they're oh, going to I think they're going to allow alcohol. This new guy, Mohammed, the Crown Prince. This guy's pretty Westernized. Wow, and he went after all the culprits there. He put them in a hotel, if you remember, and he shook them down for money. Yeah. Otherwise, you weren't. Uh, you can't exactly. leave. you like right. can't
1: leave. He did the uh, chaz on him, and he got all <laughs> this
0: money. He's a pretty cool guy, and I look forward to meeting him because I like someone who changes with the environment. I right. mean, look, at we're Catholics. I remember, all I couldn't understand uh, 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 when we used to go to mass, Latin, then they made it in English, then they played guitars, can't eat meat on Fridays, you can eat meat on Fridays, this, that, everything evolves, and I think religion, Really is the poor man's uh, idea. Because let's face it, religion is something when you're poor, you don't have anything. You pray. You pray to God, but you don't need the religion. You know what? You can play pay play pray directly to God. Yeah. You don't need an underboss to tell you yeah. or some perverted I'm, priest. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah.
1: you know, um- Years ago, uh, I led a big protest in Staten Island because they were putting these cell phone towers on top of the school where my kids went and the mm-hmm. church. And there was all kinds of science out there saying <laughs> that exposure to these waves wasn't good. Um, and I got up there and we had a big meeting with maybe five or 600 parents and stuff. And I, I said to the, the head of the archdiocese, I said, the Monsignor says he's making eleven thousand dollars a month pro, from pro. for these antennas. He had a couple of antennas. This yeah. is twenty years ago. Yeah. I said last year the Catholic Church paid out two point eight billion dollars mm. to settle sexual assault yeah. lawsuits. If you guys could spend three billion dollars to to keep bailing out your priests. Okay, yeah. Do you really need eleven grand from from us parents and putting our kids in danger? The parents went crazy. The priests never talked to me again. Um but I'm with you, Bo. I got my faith. Yeah. And no Catholic <clears throat> church, no Christian church, no like Jewish going church is to church on t-
0: Christmas and Easter. Yeah. I
1: hear yeah. I'm saying I'm me. I got my own relationship with God. Yeah. I don't need the church to tell me how to administer it. And I talk to God every day. I'm trying to get myself mindful for a couple, two, three yeah. minutes off the phone every day and think about God and yeah. grateful for what I, I have. And I feel the same way. That's and it.
0: You know, when, I, when in the <clears throat> early 70s, when I was a young cop, I didn't have much of anything. I had two kids in the uh, in the, uh, Catholic schools. And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> I'll never forget a. Money was really tight. I was a cop making shit, and then all of a sudden they 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 bring home a letter. If I don't get my dues paid up, your children, your your daughter is going to be removed from the class. I took that letter. I went to the rectory, the rectory. You get it? And I banged on the door. And this priest comes out there, the Monsignor. And I said, "Excuse me, what's your name?" I said, "Is this you?" I said, "My name is Bo Deedle this is your letter. You're going to remove my kid from the classroom because I can't afford right now to pay you and I can't catch up. You're going to do that? I said, you're a disgrace. You're supposed to represent right. God. And then another incident happened with Father Jamie from Brooklyn, a Mr. Uh, Mr. Hollywood uh, priest all there. I used to raise him 50000 for the archdiocese while wow. wow. my Rayo's table. My brother died. I couldn't get him for six days, seven days. He was in St. Bart's with his ball-hugger bathing suit on. And you know what? You want to know something? I'm going to be very honest honest with you, I, I have a distaste for that. I have a distaste for rabbis that mess around with other people's wives and priests, what they did to our children. And you know what? I don't need them. I don't need a—the only one I you. want to talk to is God.
1: I'm with you. Hopefully Cardinal
0: Dolan— um, Hopefully the Cardinal. Uh, Cardinal. You know, I made that mistake <laughs> at, 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 uh, at Bernie's. Uh, I was in the St. Patrick's, and I called him the wrong name, Archbishop, too. right? No, he's Cardinal. Cardinal. That's What's his I name? Had Cardinal right. who? Cardinal— O'Connor? No. no Cardinal Dolan. A he's yeah, a beer drinker, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. What a yeah, cool guy he is! is.
1: A, he is actually a cool. guy. And you want us
0: to him? I can hang out with. He's a he's a real God loving guy, and he makes me feel. Good. I hope so. I mean, he he's makes a me God feel and everything, well. Yeah, well, hold on. Uh, Would you put anything past anything? We swept a lot of our 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 our, 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 our bad things under the rug for years, yeah, and still it happened. shouldn't have been. And there's kids that happened. hurt by that. All right, we'll go off that. Let's go well, on you.
1: So after my. You know, uh, I still work on Wall Street today. I built two companies with my two brothers, Derek and Todd, over the years um, that I we built from scratch. We sold them both to public companies. My last company, I sold to Overstock.com. Now,
0: what kind of companies? Uh,
1: financial technology based on the uh, securities finance business that I'm in. We built some, it used to be all phone, all goombas calling each other yeah. on the phone. Um, I invented the first screen-based system for it. Um, and I sold that to overstock.com. Many people know overstock, you know, online. Um, and I was the president of financial services for them up until, uh, 18. Um, but all that time, Bo, I always had a passion for entertainment, performance, um, I did community television. Then I got lucky. I got on CNBC for a couple of years. Then yeah. they figured out I wasn't liberal enough, so they fired <laughs> me. Um, I went over to Fox Business, and uh, Neil Cavuto took me under his wing back then. He said, hey, we need some more Italians around yeah. here. Neil he went a little down. left now yeah, on us. I know. The, he
0: went a little left When he honest. turned on Roger Ailes, I mean, Roger Ailes made everybody. Say what you want. When I called— Gave me my shot, so I, 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 can't, lucky, I can't say anything. He man. was very lo- very nice to me until I sided with Roger jails for whatever happened i'm a loyal guy yeah so if you got locked up tomorrow you're still my friend john i don't do the moonwalk away got it. Yeah. i stay very loyal can you do the moonwalk no but even, <laughs> even my guys i grew up with in ozone park and all the really big guys hey they went to jail they come out i have dinner with them and i'm not a cop anymore so i can have dinner with who the hell i want That's i don't sure. do no business with them you know what i do with them i have a respect from everybody
1: Paul, i want to ask you i don't know if you know the story about uh sal greco New York City cop. Um, he got fired because he was in Washington with uh, Roger Stone on January Go 6th. Um, the NYPD fired him for uh, palling around with a felon, being Roger Stone, even though he's pardoned. <laughs> um, and now Sal brought a lawsuit against the NYPD and the mayor saying, you used to do security for Mike Tyson when he got out of jail. Did, yeah. No, not you. No, the I ma- did. Yeah, the mayor too. And he, there's pictures of it. Um and, yeah, I just want to put, tell you, but Sal Greco um, actually won a case yesterday that he's allowed to sue the mayor for for taking his job for basically his political friends. Well,
0: to me, it's total crap as far as that goes. And, again, if you can't prove that you're using your job in any same sense or you're using— I mean, I used to—when I was a cop, I used to uh, go and sit and have coffee with Fat Tony Salerno. <laughs> and then I used to meet with all the— From who's who? Johnny Gotti. All of them. I'd have dinner sometimes with Johnny Gotti. And you want to know something? I was a New York City cop yeah. but uh, uh, they weren't focused I, I was in internal affairs many times they showed me pictures you know who this guy is oh I said that's Louis Dome. no that's Angelo Cheesecake no he's one of the 100 narcotic <laughs> violence I, thought, I don't know who he is I buy him a drink he buys me a drink I don't work in organized crime and I never worked in organized right. crime for that reason I only worked in ethnic areas where gangs were murdering people shaking down stores yeah. I didn't want to have nothing to do with it my Italian ethnicity I never wanted to use I wasn't like Sonny Grosso where he knew all the wise guys and they would mess with him and right. do things that right. weren't right. Me, you could put me in front of a grand jury. I've never taken a penny. When that nun got raped in the condom when they car- carved 27 crosses up there in East Harlem in 1981, yep. Tony. Salerno so put a twenty five thousand dollars reward. It was the front page of the New York Post. Wow! There was allegations that me and Tommy Collery, my partner, who worked on on our own, we got one in Chicago one in, that we took the money. And you know what, John? On my children's life, you couldn't have. You couldn't have oh, given don't me take that. no paper and, and going Come on, you could have offered me a million dollars. The 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 thrill that I got and Tommy got from breaking this most heinous crime in New York history yep. by Ed Koch, he named it. You couldn't, but there was always that allegation. Bo and Tommy got $25,000 from Fat Tone. Another friggin' lie. And you know what? You live with the lies you dust them over. Your character never changes. Nah, that's for sure. When you don't take anything, you don't have to... When you tell the truth, John, you don't have to remember what you nah, said. Yeah, that
1: yeah, that, that's for sure. Um, but then after being on Fox for a while... Um, I ran into what uh, a CEO of Newsmax, Chris Ruddy, at his Christmas party over seven years ago. Um, he said he kind of knew me, and you know he liked my regular man style. Yep. And uh, he had this new network that he was getting going. Um, said if you have any good ideas, bring me one, and maybe I can give you a show instead of being. Pay- a I hope he's paying you. Of it. course he's paying me. Uh-huh. I'm happy with my pay. I'm happy uh-huh. with my fir- my okay. company. Um, you know, with well, a lot of money, so this is a side gig for you. If you didn't
0: have all that money stored up from all those companies, this is a side
1: gig. Newsmax for you. is the fastest growing cable network all right, in America. This up, is not uh, a commercial for Newsmax. From like, yeah, no, not at all. But hey, listen, hey, we WABC need
0: other, Radio. That's nah, number
1: one in my book. <laughs> I get up every morning at six thirty. I get my car to go get my coffee. I got on. I got on Sid. If in the middle of the day I'm bouncing around, I got on Curtis. Then I got on Greg. Then I got on uh, Catson. Uh, G- Cosby. Yeah, uh, let me tell you I, something. Uh, what, what they There's did, nothing better.
0: What John did over here and Chad. Chad oh, Lopez. Course. Let's face it. He used to be with Wins. He was with CBS. Chad Lopez. Chad's the a, wizard of us. That's he's the it. man behind the curtain. And uh, in, like last night, I had dinner with the mayor last night, and yeah. uh, you know a lot of people, you know, beating him up and stuff, which he's well deserved to get beat up a little bit. But people don't realize the mayor doesn't control the city. The morons yeah. in the city council. You're giving about, him an out, bro. You're giving uh, him an out. Well, You're giving he, him an out. He, uh, you know, I, every, I, I listen
1: every, I gotta what, say this.
0: What is he supposed to do when you have a city council of morons that override him all the time? What do yeah, you do? Tell me. I,
1: I, well, listen, I would just say that I know you've been deferring, at least, you've been laying off, laying it to the to the mayor. I heard you say many times that he should adopt the uh, federal gun yeah. charges. Um, he hasn't done that. Yeah. Um, but, no, he's I'm, I'm not saying you stand by this. To me, um, everyone I've talked to that knew about him through his career, regular cops, um, they say he was always a mutt. They say that he was always an IAB guy. He was always, you know, trying to take down white cops. Uh, he is came out himself and said, "Every day, and every day, I would kick those crackers right in the ass." What
0: about the difference between him and Big Bird De Blasio?
1: Well, I'll tell you what. This is why, and you know, in the street, it, calling a guy a mutt is worse than a curse word. You yeah. know what I mean? If yeah. you're a mutt, you're a mutt. Yeah. You know? Um, and we're not talking about dogs. This is like a street term. Yeah. This guy's a mutt, right? He ain't even worth beating up, he ain't even worth cursing out, yeah. he's a mutt, you know? Yeah. And I say that because here's my comparison. De Blasio ran and said, I'm gonna raise taxes, I'm gonna give away more money, I wanna redistribute wealth, I want low income housing and medium income. So at least the Blasio came in telling us he was gonna be a rat bastard, okay? Adams came in like Mr. Slick over here with the suits and the right. swagger man. Um, and he said, I'm going to back the cops. I was a cop. I'm going to I'm going to turn this city around. I got a different vision for this city. And to me, he sold everybody a bill of goods because he hasn't done a darn thing. So if you put them both up there with me, I would say at least the Blasio was honest about he was. I didn't vote for him. I think he was the worst. And I didn't think anybody could do worse. But I actually think that... Eric Adams is doing worse because he tricked a lot of people, in my view.
0: Well, and basically, you know, I agree a lot of things you're saying, but when you get to understand it, and I'm going to talk about it uh, on my show tomorrow, what Sid is when people recognize that 95% of the people that could vote for the city council morons— Don't vote. I know. And the problem right now is, if you know, he tried to do stuff with the headlock into the city council. City council regards him as a puppet. Yep. And I realize this now. He can't make a move. He can't fund more money to the cops because he's got a deal. It's like a president that has the Congress and the Senate under control of the other party. And then we have a hokel, this snaggletooth hokel as a complete disaster. And now I'm telling you, I sat there I looked in his eyes last night. He is so perplexed how to stop. He actually said, We have to stop the borders and this. But what does he do with a city council that's sitting there? All they want to do is they have the socialism. They don't even care about kickbacks. This is the ideology yeah, that they have to give everything away. We almost had Wiley lip riplash. Mm-hmm. She was almost the mayor. Wiley there, whatever her name is. <laughs> <Maya was. Wiley. laughs> now now you now you got Shake and Bake that lives in Fort Hamilton. What's his name? Jamali Shemani Williams. Williams. whatever the hell his name yeah. is and then you got AOC a complete disaster she ain't a bad looking chick but she's a complete disaster but the point is right now this is what's the ideology of what's in our city council and I'm talking about 95 nah. percent that now controls so that's having a congress that you can't make a move so you're a dead no, president I know he, you, he's got to fight is, I, I understand
1: um but you know the mayor also doles out a lot of dough and no, money and and mon- money to to the city council members from, well, from no, different the things, is, their favorite I, nonprofits. They I, get discretionary money. I,
0: I talk to him one on one, and you know I don't pull back. And I tell you right now, I saw it in his eyes. He is so overwhelmed what well, how do you stop it and it's been a deluge first oh we're a where he was catering to them saying we're a what's that name yeah, city? sanctuary city sanctuary city yeah of then course. he realized oops and then all of a sudden when he went to washington they're going to send a, uh, a a consultant to, to, how about sending some money you dead brain biden yeah. my point is right now like you New York City is my city. It's the greatest city in How the world. I'm you,
1: man. I'm uh, with you on My son that. just
0: got ran over by I one heard. of these illegal bikes, uh, motorcycles with no license, plate, no license. I said to him last night, and then we are talking about these bikes go up uh, up uh, over the Willis Avenue Bridge at night around. Uh, a lot of them go over. Around I said, we should have Wagers there. He said, Bo, we're on it. Then we have the Pacha. I mean, he's got a lot on his plate. But, Bo, I, gotta, I, got, I just got a text
1: as a reminder, yeah. thankfully, but I got to ask you. Yeah. Number one, um, I heard you called my house. Okay, when you were looking for me last week. You called you called my Oh my, my, my a lady. My, my yeah, my ex wife I didn't you know, know who it was. Yeah. And then um she, she was very imme- nice. She immediately thought, um, she's my ex wife, kids' mother, great mom, great yeah. person, um, Tracy. And um, Immediately she thought I was in trouble for something. Why is Bo Deedle tracking you down? I said, All right. It's already. on my it's on my phone. <laughs> calm down, calm down. I'm going on his podcast. But um my daughters, Victoria and Ava, uh are they encouraging me um, to find out the truth. You will get it. About Bo Dedle and Associates, and if uh Bo was yeah. ever hired by Luis. Ruelas. okay now <laughs> hold, your- on. hold on i gotta get this because my daughters <laughs> will kill me bo my daughters want to know if you were working for louise on the real housewives
0: okay now young ladies i'm going to give you the facts and there's no reason for me to hide anything and if you'll watch the ticky-tocky there, I, d- I did a video on TikTok answering yep. this question. One, over a million hits. Yep. Point is this. I can look at you in the eyes, and I told little Joe Gorka over there in Avra, Joe, don't you understand? I never did any background on you or anybody from the Housewives for Louie. He blurted my name out there thinking it was cool. <laughs> oh, I got Bo deedles, got dirt and everybody. Never, ever. Now, let me say this the way it's supposed to be said, and I'll— Categorize this in the sense that this it's
1: big housewives drama. Yeah, if, everybody thinks Bo right, no, worked for and Luis. It's
0: 1 million percent category, it never did it. But now,
1: some other people are saying not in this case. No, but never Bo Diedel Associates has done work for Luis okay, in other cases. So
0: listen, now we're talking. Okay. Okay, here we go. If Louis Ruiz hired me to do any kind of a confidential investigation, it's confidential. What I'm saying is what I was accused of never happened. Now, if he hired me for something else that had to do with his personal life— Confidential. No, no nothing to do with the housewives of New Jersey. How do you like Joe Goga? You know, I mean, I, I grab him. i would be honest with you. you know, I have friends that have friends of friends. And matter of fact, i went to have dinner with one of my friends. And, and you know, I, I tell you what, Joe's wrong for doing that. And I sat him down next to me and I said, listen, don't you understand? I'm telling you right to your face, okay? And I don't have to tell you this, but I'm telling you right now, we never did it. And your wife, Melissa, better understand it. And everybody else in the house, right? Never happened. Why Louie threw this out there was to scare everybody using my name. And I was very offended. And I told Louie, I had words with Louie. I said, don't you dare throw my name around. I Never did anything for you on any backgrounds of any of the housewives. I love it. Over this story. And girls, you can go to the bank with that. And Bo Deedle doesn't lie.
1: That's for sure. I know that. And, and that's that, the answer now. You know, um, I saw Curtis Lee would just walk by here. Now, um, many people may have forgotten this, but Bo Dito, um went up against one of the most corrupt organizations in New York City, the New York City Board of Elections. Oh, yeah. Okay? And they put you through the mill. Oh, yeah. Right? But you still persevered and ran ran on the, no, the third-party no, line. No, no, I
0: ran with no light. Yeah, I had no I'm saying. line. You ran as an independent. He, the Bill de Blasio had his general counsel in Supreme Court.
1: Yep. And I remember the appellate
0: Court Court of Appeals cost me forty thousand from that guy, Marty Connors from Brooklyn. Yep. I hired Oh, we'll take care. What I did was I I saw, didn't
1: just so you know, if you remember back then, I was part of the reform party.
0: No, and I was And I, I, tried was, to and get I it.
1: supported you. Yeah and Frank Morano yeah, and rat. Curtis Lee was No
0: Frank the eat, cheese eating rat that tape recorded uh, well, uh, me and uh, gave it to the uh, New York Post. Uh, I don't uh, like rats. Right, I know you you're John, you you got to get
1: along now or no? Well, see arm's
0: length, arm's length. I can't listen to But just sources. so you
1: know, if you remember, I came and worked on your campaign. Well, I went against my it. two friends. And I didn't talk to them for over a year and a half well, because I thought they betrayed our well, the party. Other guy and the other guy, the I tried man. to
0: get that Wilson Bakula with this jerk uh, Ed Cox, the Republican Party head, who was a Republican again, destroyed the Republican Party. And all I wanted to do was run. De Blasio wasn't afraid of Malatakis. De Blasio was afraid of me, of course. Because I mean, I go, I go at him, and in reality. None of my unions, except for my old partner, Detective Jack Freck, who heads up the detectives' union of the investigators, none of my own unions even supported me. How do you like that? PBA, DEA. Yeah. Every one of them didn't. My whole thing was I'm a businessman right now. For 38 years, yeah. I do business in New York. My problem was I talked to Ken Langone, my dear friend. I was with him up at Reyes Monday night. At uh, Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, they said, Bo, we'll raise anything you need to raise. You gotta run as a Democrat. I said, What the hell is the difference? I have the, what I love this city. And then I changed the thing. I I checked independent also with I Democrat, know. which you can't do. <laughs> but I get a call for the head of the board election. Put in there by De the Blasio. It. Just send me the—we're uh, going to send you an affidavit. Get a notarized. Mm-hmm. We'll put you on the Democratic Party. Fast forward. David Goodman from the New York Times says, you're not on any line. I call the guy up. He goes, well, we had a meeting, Mr. Deedle, You're not a Republican, nor you're a Democrat in this mayoral race. Yeah. I said, what? Blank. I assume. <laughs> Who shows up? De Blasio sends his general counsel and two lawyers in the Supreme Court, appellate court, court of appeals, all that crap. Yep. And then I wouldn't refuse. I raised about a million and a half dollars. I put 300000 my own money in there. And I wouldn't stop. That officer got it killed up in the Washington Heights, the Dominican officer there. I went to Dominican Republic. There's a million Dominicans in New York yeah. to show. I gave $10,000 through the New York Daily News to her family at Rayos. I handed them check for wow, $10,000. that's great. Look, at, all I wanted to do was help this city. Of course. And, and you then, would have done
1: a better job than these the two guys, I can is, tell you that.
0: The only problem is, Nobody could control me. And like you, John, if you got into office, nobody's going to control you. No. My idea, I should have stayed as a Republican. Hey, Malatakis is doing a great job as a congresswoman. Okay, my point was she's not Bo Deedle. and I could battle Big Bird better than anybody. All of a sudden then when I I run, I have no lines. I couldn't even find my name on the ballot when I went there. I know. I don't believe you. You know I know. I got the kicked ser- off as
1: a control. I, me and Curtis are now realigned. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm with Curtis. We were always friends, but we had a beef over, over the bow thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I needed sa- a I, started, line. I, I needed with, a line.
0: I had no line. But I, I I'm pissed off with Ed Cox, why he didn't let me do the Wilson Bakula. Then all of a sudden, the guy in the Bronx was supporting me, and he did a flip. Somebody got to him. and then Rendino? I, and then we had my Rendino. friend. Eric, yeah, Eric Oler was 100%. Well, Rendino's a crook. And then you we, know that. And then I could have got, got one of the Staten Island. Oh, yeah. Then I could have got one of the Staten got. And I could have with Wilson Bakula, I would have been able to primary – uh, 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 malattack as I think I could have chopped.
1: Rendino from. knows that no Republican's going to win, so he basically sells that party line. So every the uh, candidates hire his yeah. consulting well, who pays me firm. The most? All right, Fernando Johnny, Mateo,
0: Johnny, we're at we're at thirty five minutes. We You're went the over best. to thirty. I'm well, sorry. But let me tell you something. What an interesting guy. Now, how could people reach out for
1: you? What you do? Oh, listen. Now you can follow me on all the social media, Johnny Tobacco, um, but. You know, I didn't come on here to sell myself. I oh, wanted well, to I, spend some time I may, with you. I was,
0: I was trying to go. I maybe need you as my financial advice. Well, I'm coming that, into some yeah, potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's not that's not my ballywick. But um, you could tune into Newsmax every Saturday night at ten o'clock and check out Wise Guys. And I've been on the show. Uh, I and like, you have like on like the, show the show. And a I'll do it again times. with you. I like it. And uh, you know, people could tune in and see. You know, like you said, I say it like it is. I'm not politically correct. <laughs> I don't have the right accent. I wear the pinstripe suits. We have a little fun with my Italian. Um, But the main thing is every week we go out and talk to regular people and we get people's views on the news, and we don't have enough Uh, of that right now. uh,
0: It's really it's really a great thing to talk to someone that talks my same language yeah. and you and I talk the same language and maybe the city would have been in a different place <laughs> if we took Big Bird out yeah, and if that, I took him that, out that's for was, sure there was never going to get to me and then in reality I think I would have physically punched out half of the city council morons because they have an idealistic view of socialism they don't care about even taking money all they want to change is the whole atmosphere of what our society they want to turn it into giving it away yeah, and nah. it's responded down to the police and the and the hand-tying of the police. And again, I got to tell you something. I don't care who was the mayor, even if I was the mayor, if I had a bunch of city council morons like that, they'd be cock-blocking me every turn no when doubt. I would try to finance cops.
1: I but I mean.
0: certainly would be every week... Up in Albany with that little punk up there, that Hevesy and the scarf lady there, the Congress and Senate and Assembly. And I'd be in Washington with a news conference in front of the White House. Come help me in New York. You sent these people here. Help me with it. No doubt. And by the way, I've been saying this for a while, but
1: this city, they got the handcuffs on the cops. Yep. The cops should be allowed. To put the handcuffs on the cops. No, and the, cop should, backwards. Then
0: the cops should be able to give headlocks, not chokeholds. <laughs> yeah. And we never defined that. <laughs> and I said to the mayor, put me in front of the city council. Line up six guys. I'll take all six, six foot three. I'll take them all down with a headlock, and nobody's going to Nobody die. Well, die. thank you, everybody. John, Bo, thank, thank you so you, much. Man. You're, and the best. You're, you're, you're exciting, and we'll be together soon. Okay, yeah, thank you. Thank you and ladies and gentlemen, till next week, thank you. And if you listen to this and listen to Thursday Morning with Sid and Friends, I'll be on there tomorrow morning. Thank you.